Now we turn to Ephesians 6, 21 to 22. Recall that in the previous section, Paul had asked them to pray for him, pray for me. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me. And he asks for boldness of proclamation here and boldness of declaration here. And in the middle, he mentions a personal note about his circumstances for which I'm an ambassador in change. And now Paul's going to go forward and talk more about his situation. And we need to ponder why that would matter. So that you may know how I am, what my affairs are, my circumstances, and what I am doing, what kinds of things I'm doing and how I'm doing them, Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. So evidently Tychicus is, is going to carry this letter and uh, give personal greetings to them and talk to them about Paul's situation. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are. He says it again, may know how I am, may know how we are. And then he adds, and that he may encourage your hearts. So, Father, as we ponder these almost closing words, grant us to understand how the knowledge that we have of how other Christians are doing and what their lives are like and how we might be involved is relevant to the way we live the Christian life. Use Paul's closing words to that end, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So that you may know how I am and what I'm doing, Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. Now, why would Paul want them to know about his circumstances, everything that he's doing and all about how he is, how we are. Why does that matter? And there are three reasons I think we can see in Paul, at least. The first we've seen already in the preceding section, he asks for prayer. And he asks for prayer that they would engage in supplication, not only for all the saints, but for him. And then he gives them this specific detail about his life. I am an ambassador in chains. So he believes that knowing particular things about him will enable them to pray for him more personally, more effectively. That's the first reason why it matters for Tychicus to tell the church all about what Paul is doing. Here's a second reason that he doesn't just say how I am or what my affairs are, but what I'm doing. The doings of Paul are precisely designed to be a model for learning from the churches. Look at this passage in 1 Corinthians 4. To the present hour, we hunger and thirst. We're poorly dressed. We're buffeted and homeless. We labor working with our own hands. These are things he's doing, right? 
This is what's happening to him. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we entreat. We have become and are still like the scum of the world, the refuse of all things. I urge you then, be imitators of me. That's the reason they need to know. Because Paul lives his life precisely with a view for Christians to imitate him. That's why I sent Timothy, not not Tychicus this time, but the same dynamic, right? That's why I sent Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach them everywhere in all the church. So the point of, I want Tychicus to tell you about my doings is so that you will learn from me, not just from the way I write, but from the way I live. And then here's a third reason why I think Paul wants Tychicus to tell them about his doings and his uh, imprisonment, as we saw in the preceding verses. Because here in Ephesians 3.13, you may remember this, he already said, so I ask you not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. So he wants them to know of his imprisonment and his sufferings because those sufferings are being endured precisely for their glory. And knowing about it would make a difference, evidently. Look what he says in Colossians 1.24 about his sufferings. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. And in my flesh, I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions. Christ's afflictions don't lack anything with regard to their atoning efficacy or merit. Rather, what they lack is a personal flesh and blood embodiment being presented to the church, to the world. I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I'm filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is the church. When I suffer, the church is able to see something of the love of Christ because I'm suffering for your sake. And so I'm completing the sufferings of Christ by offering them to you in my own body. So the first thing we see in this text is that there are three reasons, at least, for why Tychicus is being sent by Paul to tell them all about his, his affairs and his doings, so that they pray for him, so that they learn from him, and so they experience the glory that he is suffering to produce. And then the last thing to observe, I think, is to notice that he's sending Tychicus to encourage their hearts. Now, here's what seems really interesting to me about this, and it may be so obvious to you that I don't need to point it out, but I'll do it anyway. In Ephesians 4.1, Paul says, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, encourage or urge, same word as here, he sent 
Tychicus to encourage their hearts. So Paul is saying, I am writing, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, encourage you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called. In other words, Paul sees his letter as encouragement. Which simply raises the question, okay, if Paul is an inspired spokesman of the risen Christ, and he is sending a letter inspired by the living God, six chapters long, full of encouragement for how they are to walk and believe and love and relate to the Lord and relate to each other, then why do they need to have Tychicus to encourage them? And I I pointed out simply to underline what we saw back in Ephesians 4.11. Christ gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry for the building up of the body of Christ. In other words, Christ gives teachers of the word. He doesn't just give the word, right? He wrote letters. Paul wrote letters inspired by the living Christ. And then Christ deems it fitting and right and helpful and good that there be teachers in the church, shepherds in the church, to take the word and embody it. So he's, I have sent him. He's going to be there. You can see him. You can hear out of his own mouth the reading of this letter. You can hear his tone of voice. You can, you can hear his passions. You can hear his love. And that really matters, doesn't it? Christ has ordained that the Spirit minister to the church, that the Word minister to the church, and that Tychicus types, teachers, emissaries, missionaries, pastors, fellow Christians, encourage each other with the Word, not instead of the Word, and not the Word without them. So all of that to show how he wants them to know his situation, and he wants Tychicus to embody his message, all of which tells us the horizontal dimension, the camaraderie dimension of the Christian life and the upbuilding of each other in faith is essential.